Welcome to the Tony and Ryan podcast. Hello. I'm Ryan, author Tony Lodge here, and we are going to Dallas, Texas to speak with an OG Tarpa. Ooh. More like OMG Tarpa. Hello, OG Tarpa. Hello? Now, Tony doesn't know who we're speaking with, so can you please state your name for the record? This is Lane Cox. Lane, Lane Cox. Cox. The show. Hi, Lane. How are y'all? We got that bloody southern accent, isn't it? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> are you eating barbecue at the moment, Lane? <laughs> uh, it might be for dinner. Of course it's it is. It's always barbecue in Texas. Of course it is. What's for dinner? <laughs> barbecue, of course. <laughs> uh, Lane, will you approve the podcast? I don't know. I heard from uh, somebody on the pod that uh, their name rhymes with Brian that I made it on the out list for 2023. Well, so I, I don't know if I can. Boy, is there egg on my face because I may, may have said in my outs for the year was Lane. <gasps> How no- well, okay, Lane, 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 Lane. Okay, will you approve the podcast for me and could I just have like a plus one? <laughs> I, I will approve it for the author, Tony Lodge, and if your <laughs> plus one is some guy named Ryan. <laughs> Being Tony's plus one is the greatest job I've ever had. You're fucking welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Lane Cox from Texas, and I approve this podcast. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Today is officially book release day, and we will get to that soon. But author Tony Lodge, congratulations! Thank you. We'll get to that. Well, will we get to that? Because I love that my beautiful like milestone moment is going to be is bookended with fucking this story. Now every Tuesday we do confessions. You can submit at tonyandryan.com.au. I tried to do this one last week, didn't quite make it. Why didn't we make it? Uh, We got distracted because you pissed on someone twice in a phone pit at a phone party. Let me just get straight into this because I want to get to the book and this is a fucking long confession. Oh, okay. <coughs> should I, is there something I should, like, how should I prepare Actually, for this? let me just read the first paragraph and then we can re-debrief and Great. propose ourselves. Oh, so, sorry, are you saying that you enjoy a debrief? No, no, as in, what's it, what's it happens before, like if a debrief is after, yeah. what's a, pre, a pre-brief? <laughs> That's not what it is, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> because after this first sentence, we'll, we'll get an idea of what we're dealing with. Okay. I'm sweating and I'm flustered just typing this confession and that I promise you I'm a normal, well-adjusted, educated woman and what I did was when I was 18 is no representation of the person I am today. When you have to say, I promise I'm a well-adjusted person, God, you can only imagine what comes after. It's like when you're talking to your racist auntie at Christmas and they go, (laughs) well, I'm not a racist, but, but... And you just know that whatever they say after that is absolutely vile. I'm a well-adjusted human, but, but this one time when I was 18. So, Poopy McGavin. I worked at a high-end shoe store and in an eight-hour shift, I probably only spoke to like three or four customers. You know when it's like too high-end? Yeah. Like no but, one can afford it? Well, high-end, like, 
how high end are we talking? Like pretty, like a Louboutin or whatever that's called, the red ones? We are definitely not naming names. Oh, okay. All right. Um, okay, was, so, but just, so yeah, I reckon. Very fancy, high end shoes, real rich people. Real rich people. Yeah. Because it was so quiet. Again, when it's so rich, there's like no one can afford it, so no one goes yeah. in. Uh, and but was, is that is that the life hack of all life hacks? Probably. Get a job where no one can afford to go in there and then you never have to do anything? Well, that's what Poopy McGavin thought, but it sort of backfired on her oh, because okay. it was so quiet and they're in a big shopping centre. They only had one staff member on at a time. Oh. Because if you're getting three customers in in an eight-hour shift, you're not going to have three people No. There. But then what happens when you want to go on lunch? Oh, or do we? Right, okay, sorry. Continue. One time the regional manager who drops by from time to time, came to the store when I was in the bathroom. Oh, and she'd put her post-it note on the window that said back, back in, in five. five. Yep. I locked the door, back in five, and the regional manager, he was furious. Oh, they never warn you, do they? Well, once or twice a month, it turns up, I got a written warning. <gasps> Fuck off. And I was told I should never leave the store unattended, even for bathroom breaks. Okay. Then you can put two people on at a time. Thank you so much. So what they started doing, right, is they would have like a casual come in for two hours in the middle of the day so she could like take a break. And so he's like, you go to the bathroom before your shift and then when the casual comes in at lunch, then you can go to the bathroom. Pause. No, that's not how bodies work. Thank you. You actually can't police when I go to the bathroom. It's like when you're at school and you go, oh, Miss, can I please go to the toilet? And they go, why didn't you go at lunchtime? Why didn't you get a better fucking job? If you hate kids, why are you a fucking teacher? That is so unfair. And they go, well, I can't go and take a break. You can. No no one's actually saying that you can't. Preach it. I just hated that as a kid. I don't know. That's what's made me so anxious, I reckon, now as an adult about, like, taking up people's time because they'd be like, no, if you want to do that, you can do that on your own time. I'm like, okay, well, then I better not go for a wee when everyone needs me. Is that why when we're doing the podcast and you need to go to the bathroom, you don't go, oh, I'm just going to the bathroom. You go, is it okay if I go to the bathroom? And I, Or I wait until you go, oh, hang on, let me just check something. And I go, oh, well, if you're doing something, I'll just go to the – because I'm like, that's dead time already. Let the record show that you're allowed to go to the bathroom whenever you like. Okay, all right, well. I might just pop off now. <laughs> See you later. Um, and I'd actually, and this isn't an, this sounds aggressive, but it's not aggressive. Yeah. I'd actually prefer you to like not. Just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I feel like I'm your boss. Yeah. And you're, you're not. Yeah. Because we own a business together. Allegedly. Yeah. Anyway, sorry about that outburst, but you can't say to your employee, imagine if we said to producer Cam, you can actually go to the bathroom before you start or after, not bef- not any other time. I don't know if it's just my anxiety because I have an interesting stomach. Yeah. But if someone said you cannot go, nothing would make me need to go more. Such a good point. Yeah. Right? That's a one-way ticket to bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't need, if you've got constipation, you're not allowed to go. Oh, constipation oh, solved. Yeah. Yeah, literally that's a laxative for me. <laughs> Poopy McGavin says, Ooh. I had a particularly big Saturday night out. And I rocked up to work feeling pretty hungover. We've all been there, especially at 18. And there was a lot of hungover days at work. Yep. And all of a sudden, my tummy starts making some odd sounds and I knew what was happening. The A-G-B 
was arriving. The AGB. The oh. after grog bog. Yeah, everyone's it, been there the next morning. Because of all the sugar in your cruiser. Yeah. Because of all the gross 58 different kinds of drink you had last night. Yep. Or the like. The citruses bubbling around. The citrus. There's a bit of bourbon in there. There's probably a bit of kebab. Yeah. Or a bit of double cheeseburger from the, the yep. drive through in the taxi on the way home. It's all bubbling around. And yeah. suddenly when you're in the work at the high-end shoe store, your body goes, hey, bro. It's fucking on. We're on air. Yeah. Fuck. Poopy McGavin. Now, I was told explicitly not to leave the store and no staff were coming in for another few hours. I started to panic. Which just makes you need to go more. I started to stress. (gasps) Which just needs to make you go even more. I started sweating. My body was both hot and cold all over at once. Oh, the fevery sweats of it's like after you eat too much KFC. The meat yeah, sweats. And then you fucking, you're a goner. Yeah. I went out the back to the storage room where all the shoes are. The, not the fancy shoes. I glanced at the shelf of the empty shoe boxes. And before I knew it, I was questioning every moment in my life and how it led to this moment where I was squatting over an empty shoe box. Into an empty shoe box of shoes I could never afford. That's the other thing, isn't it? They're fancy. And then it's happening. The regional manager's back. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's happening. I'm shitting in a shoe box. Shitting in a shoe box. In the back end of a high-end shoe store. Can't say back end. <laughs> oh. There was a communal sock for people trying on shoes. You know those communal socks? When they're like, you want to try the shoes on? And they go, oh, you got to put some socks on. And there's just like that communal store one. Fuck, they, they should be illegal. With the like tongs. Yeah. Them, you wouldn't touch them with your bare hands. I got the communal sock to wipe myself. And there was pop- nothing. And popped the sock in the box with the poop and put the lid on. So then you got to deal with disposing of the poo box. Well, this is what Poopy McGavin didn't think about. It's one thing to get the poop in the box, but how do you get the poopy box out of the store? Yeah. So she's started to realize this because if an employee, and because keep in mind, this is a, I don't want to say low level employee, but it's like a retail worker working. So if you walk out from the back room with a shoe box and just walk out of the store, you're going to get done for theft. They're going to be like, well, she's stolen the Louis Batons. Yeah. Or even like, oh, are they for me to try on? Are they the nines? You know, like when they walk from out the back and they got, they got the shoe nah, box and they go, oh, nine. is that the size nine? It's yeah. a 10 out of 10 in there, baby. Yeah, it's a two, actually. <laughs> a number two. Is that Quite a, good. Is Thank that a you. Ten? No, it's a two. And what a two. <laughs> That's a big two. Um, Remember Austin Powell. Who does number two yeah. work for? <laughs> um, About 20 minutes later. Ooh. As I'm still pondering how to get the shoebox out of the store. So it probably stinks. Guess who rocks up? The regional manager randomly came back to check on things because, of course, he did on this day. Every few weeks he randomly drops in, and today was that day. And, and to directly quote Poopy McGavin, there was clearly a lingering smell. Yeah. Louis, a fog. Louis Bouton, more like Pooey Bouton. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I also had no clue yet 
about how I was going to get the box of shit out of the store without anyone noticing. So I quickly asked the regional manager, oh, since you're here anyway, can I go to the bathroom? Oh, that's fucking bold, Poopy McGovern. He's already said... Absolutely, under no circumstances must anyone go to the bathroom. Oh, well, do you leave it unattended? But he's like, well, if you're here. But is that is that really a f- like? Yeah, does regional manager get behind? The is thing that and- saying to the CEO that walks in, going, "Oh, would you mind doing the register? I'd love to go and have a ciggy." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is that not quite a? That's a power move. He said yes. I went out the bag and grabbed the bag, my bag, and the box of shit. <laughs> I rushed to the door and he asked, oh, hang on, what's, what have you got that box? What are you taking that for? No, he did not. I start to stress. She shit again. I start to panic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating and my body felt hot and cold all over at once. I was so scared that he thought I was trying to steal the shoes. That was my main concern. And I'd already had a written warning. And clearly, you know how the boss just has it in for some people? Yeah. Because of the written warning thing, it's like, this guy's just looking for an excuse. You know what I mean? Yeah. They feel like they're in your case. So what's in the box? It was my literal shit and an accompanying shit sock. I was almost in tears of embarrassment. I explained that it was an empty box. And could I please take it since they were going to get thrown out anyway and I thought I could give it to my non-existent cousin for a high school arts and crafts project. Pretty believable, I guess. They're making a diorama. They need the shoebox. When you said diorama. Did I say diorama? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought you said. There aren't too many words that start. No, there aren't. And I can't believe I picked the one that is the same. Yep. Um, Yeah, I think that's kind of believable. Except this guy's already decided he hates Poopy McGavin. The regional manager steps towards the box, looks Poopy McGavin in the eye and says, seems fine. I ran to Did the- Did he ask to look in? He's like, is there any shoes in there? Like he didn't ask to look inside. Well, she said it's an empty box and he goes, Okay. But wouldn't he then be like, why are you taking it to the toilet? Like you said, you need to go to the toilet. Why are you taking that now? I'm going to put it in my car. (laughs) I ran to the toilet and threw the box into the, you know, like the paper towel bin? No. When you dry your hands in the paper towel. That's for recycling. Well, it's the ultimate recycle. It's last night's kebabs being recycled into that box. (laughs) Did you just throw up in your mouth? That was disgusting. I'm sorry. Yep, that's okay. That was 15 years ago. And until the Tony and Ryan podcast said their website accepts totally anonymous and totally untraceable confessions, (laughs) I haven't told a single person in 15 years. However, says Poopy McGavin, every time I walk past a shoe store and I see shoe boxes stacked up, I still think... I wonder if any of those boxes have human shit in them. And then I think, nah, that's fucked. But then I think, nah, I'm fucked. I did that as well, yeah. Thank you for listening to my confession. You know what, Poopy McGavin, I'm actually I'm proud that you've finally gotten this off your chest. Yep. I cannot believe that that happened. That is insanity. Honest, like, was it insanity? The music uh, no, store? it was the poo shop. <laughs> the, the shoe shop. The shoe shop. <laughs> I think the moral of this story is what Tony Lodge already touched on. 
Don't tell me when I can shit. Yeah. I'm not. I'm a human. This yeah. is biology. Yes. I was drunk four hours ago. I'm full of vodka cruiser and semen and I need a poo. And you know what, mate? You're lucky I'm even fucking here. Yeah. It's hard to... Jobs is hard at the moment. I haven't... There's employment employee shortages. I haven't been to bed. You're lucky I didn't fucking call in sick. You know why I've done my wake up for, makeup for work? Because I haven't washed my face since yesterday afternoon. Yeah, I had one eyelash up here this morning. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> it's Lane Cox from Texas and you're listening to Tony and Ryan. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including headliners, Ulta, Ray-Ban, and Canon. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals during Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th. The cashback rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for Adidas and Fenty. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Shout out to a few of our champion tuppers over at our Patreon. Um, Sarah Doganick, thank you so much. Big dog. Ali Druckett. Ali Druckett. Uh, Thomas Anand, Kira Adams and George Wendell. George Wendell. Yeah, I thought we'd uh, a couple of OGs for such a big day. It is a big day. It is a big day. Congratulations on the new book, Tony Lodge. Thank you. Um, now pass it here. I don't need therapy and other lies I've told myself by Tony Lodge. There is a quote by uh, Zara and Michelle from Shameless on the front. Yep. Um, oh, speaking of Zara and Michelle from Shameless, do you want to grab that oh, thing from yeah. my desk? I just need to show you something real quick. What is that? Happy book day to you. Happy book day to you. Happy book day, dear Tony Lodge. Happy birthday to you. Her pip. Hooray. Her pip. Hooray. Her pip. Hooray. Now describe what you've got here, Tony. Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, It's an ice cream cake, I believe, or just a cake. Is it ice cream yeah, cake? Yeah, ice cream cake. Yeah, ice cream cake's the best. Yeah. Um, with uh, not a candle, but a, a cake topper, I yeah, think cake is topper. what they call. Yep. Um, and it says, happy author day. Happy Guys, author day. That's and there's, so there's kisses sweet. and hugs from Cam and I on there kisses too. Kisses and hugs. Oh, oh, and little jellies on, the, on yeah, the cake. That's a delicious cake. We'll be hopping into that real soon. Yeah. Do, should we pop it back in the freezer? I thought, I thought we were going to eat it. Oh, we can't eat on the podcast. People hate that. Do they? Yeah. Well, they I'll just ra- keep holding Maybe they can fucking write a book and then tell you how to yeah, behave. Yeah, exactly right. You've oh, wrote... guys, that's so kind well, of I've you. I've got the book in my hand here. If you've written 248 pages, you get to eat whatever the fuck you like. Thank you. Wherever I want. Wherever I want, whenever oh, you like. Well, I'm definitely going to keep this little, the cake topper. That's beautiful. It is an uh, incredible effort. Uh, beautiful book. You will laugh, you will cry. 
Um, you will shit yourself, not in a bookstore, hopefully. Yep. Um, but we have found an issue, haven't we, Tony? And it only popped up last night, the day before the release. You've yep. already signed 3,000 copies. They're being sent all over the world. Yeah, they've all been printed. What happened yesterday? So I was looking. Yeah, how did this actually come about? So I was looking in the book because I was going to write in a copy for my family like where their acknowledgement was in the back of the book. Right. And I like spun all the way to the end and um, I found it. And um, if you pass me the book, I can um, I can find it for you. On page 247, it says, To Jamie, Libby and Hayley, my siblings, yep. for being a safe space to remember our mum, and for years of special memories that I could never fit into one book, which is quite lovely. Yeah. Except instead of special memories, it says speak all memories. I've missed the eye. Uh, and so it seems now a bit like fecal memories. It does feel like fecal, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so that girl in the bookstore has got some fecal memories. <clears throat> shoe shop, shoe, shoe store. She shines shoe stores at the shoe store. Yes. Um, yeah. So. 247, please don't message me and say that you found the no, spelling I think error, Tony. error because, uh, yeah, I get it. I found it. So I just like, I just turned to it because I was like, oh, I'll let them know. And then I was kind of like flicking through and I was like, oh my God, like mortified because how fucking embarrassing. Also, like 20 different people like proofread this book. Did they? And I don't mean like the people who read it for a quote. So you you read yep. the book before it came out, Zara and Michelle from Shameless, like, you know, all of these things. I don't mean them. Professional I mean, copy editors. Yes, I mean the people from the actual publisher. Everyone read it. And I think it's just one of those things, you know, when, like, you see the word and your mind just makes it up. So it's easy no, to miss. it's their but, job. But I can't believe that out of the thousand people that have read the book. Alan and Unwin. Offices in Sydney, Melbourne, Auckland, and London, and across these four offices, no one knows how to spell. I suggest that they haven't read it. No, they read it. Did they? What do you reckon? It is right at the back. That's what I mean. I reckon most people get a third halfway and go, yeah, I got the, got the, got the gist. Yeah. Is that what you did? Babe. Is it, that what you did? It's not what I did. Is that what you did? I skipped over the Dalai Lama because I know the story. Yep. Um, but I did read the whole thing. Uh, because I don't come into it at the end, so I was waiting for, yeah. for, for me to show I did that on purpose. Yeah, if you had to put me at the start, I hooked you through. fucking goodnight nurse, I would yeah. have been gone by page four. Um, but I reckon they've just, because it's so beautifully written, you, you go, after 10 pages, it's like, I trust she you. She gets it. Yeah. She knows how to write. Yeah. However, can I just say that how many times a week would you give me shit about my spelling and grammar? Probably a uh, hundred. <laughs> have I ever made a spelling error in published work. No. I think it's time to put the fucking snarky remarks to bed, mate. Mm. Because unless you want to end up with spiegel matter all over your face, I reckon just I just can't. But like, Did you message him? Um, oh, I sent it to my editor with like a laughing emoji. I was like, can you fucking believe it? Because it's, it, there's no, it's done. It's, hap- it's happened. And, you know, if they need to reprint it because it's popular, which... Probably won't happen. But if they do need to reprint it, they can, you know, they can do an edit. They can add an eye in there. Um, but I just can't believe that. that. And I just, the day before it came out, I'm flicking through it, feeling nostalgic yep. for something that hasn't happened yet. Yep. <laughs> and 
I fuck it. Looking forward. Yeah. (laughs) Foreshadowing my own destiny. Um, And I just couldn't believe it. And also it's in like a heartfelt bit. It is. Like I'm like talking, you know, another reason I think that it would have been missed is because the acknowledgements aren't in the audio book. Oh. Because, right, which is so Oh, but weird. they didn't check the spelling in the audio version. No, but I mean, so it's not as if I would have read through it again oh, with fresh eyes because they that wasn't in it, so I just wouldn't have read it. Do you reckon they stop it. at the acknowledgements? Maybe. Because, There's I mean, probably the a heap of problems in there. Acknowledgements and maybe, like, the you know, is there an index or a glossary? What else is in the back of a book? Uh, well, if there no, was like No, it's not a, a textbook. Yeah, if it was a textbook <laughs> But do you know what I mean? You get to the end of the, like, primary text and go, Yeah. Yep, all signed off, ready to print. Yeah. Yeah, nah, so um, if you get to the end of the book, uh, you'll find my speak all matter oh. right at the back. And you listening, the tarpers, you get a... Sh- Can I read the, the acknowledgement of the tarpers? Yes. An excerpt from Ryan John, <laughs> read by Ryan John. There is no Tony and Ryan without the incredible tarper community, a place where weirdos from all over the world have been able to make friends laugh and share harrowing tales with each other and with us. Thank you very much. How beautiful is that? You get it. Everyone gets a shout out. Yep. Everyone's in there. Everyone except Cam. Well, actually, in the copy you're holding, Cam's right in the front. Yeah, because you've written on it. Because I, I wrote it. But you've, you've given a shout out to Tim Collins, which is a bloke you met twice in Bunbury. Um, but you've worked with Cam. And um, that was an a bloke story. I met twice in Bunbury. Yep. Um, Fuck. I've never even heard you mention this other bloke who's in here. Who? Eton. 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 Yeah. My best friend from Perth. Oh, best friend, yeah. Why haven't I heard of him? If they're your best friend, why haven't I heard of him? J- Jace Hawkins. I've literally talked about Aiden on the podcast. <laughs> you mm. never listened to me. No. But no Cam, though, so that's all right. Um, but. God, there's a lot of fucking sour shit spewing out of your mouth well, at the moment. There's... On a day so special to me, you're deciding now to be a fucking flaming cock. There are two types of people in this world, Tony Lodge. There are people, nice people there and are you. people who go out there and achieve things and there's people who sit on their fat ass and judge those people. Mm. And you... You know what camp your fucking fat ass is sitting in at the moment? <laughs> um, Sorry for writing a book but not doing it well enough to fucking make you happy. So the book is out today. Yes. It was probably this time last year that you'd actually started like you'd been through all the messages and the chats and the meetings and like, oh, what's it going to look like? You actually like probably started typing around a year ago or yeah. earlier? Yeah, probably earlier because yeah. it took me six months. I started it in the January okay, and then right. I finished it in July. So, yeah. And then it goes off to print and the editing process, I mean, jokes aside about the speakable matter, but like <laughs> there's a lot of back and forth. There's mm. a lot of notes. There's a lot of And they go, rewrite. oh, this thing, like, oh, are you sure that it took you an hour and a half to drive there because I've looked on Google Maps and it says it takes this long. Yeah. And I was like, I used to do that drive all the time. I'm telling you it's now and yeah. Like, you know, little things like that where – for people like Ryan, who like to call successful people out, um, you know, because people read books and then go, that's not how long that takes. And then they write in and they really? go, yeah, and they go, that's factually incorrect. Well, I remember there was a brouhaha as well about that you spoiled the end of a TV show that ended yep. fucking 15 years so ago. So I had to take that out of the book. Which is bullshit. And I, went, I remember getting to that part of the book and being like, oh, oh that's it. Yep, yep. Um, that was a so mistake on their behalf. I had to take that out. Uh, but how does it feel? And obviously it was a moment probably a month or two ago when we got to physically hold it. it. But now that 
um, when you go to Perth in a few days, it's going to be on the bookshelf in the airport. Yeah. You're going to get heaps of people messaging you, holding the book, saying, here it is. Yeah. You're going to have people taking selfies with their AirPods and going, I'm listening to your book right now. How does it feel to know that this is out in the world? Really weird. And I feel like um, when I was writing it, it was like a journal that only I was seeing. Yeah. And then now all of a sudden it's like everyone can read my diary. Yeah. And it's so I didn't think that I'd feel ner- I don't get nervous a lot. Do you feel exposed? But yeah, I feel quite vulnerable now. Do you feel nude? Yeah. You put some clothes on, sweater. Yeah. Um I didn't think I'd feel that way. But now that I know that people are about to start reading it, and so Torb's actually read it. <gasps> he did. Um last week, yeah. And what did he um, say? He read it in a day. Because he was waiting. Because oh, he wanted yeah. a hard copy. Yep. So I had sent him a couple of things to kind of be like, do you like this? What's yep. the flow of this? Like, how do you feel? Whatever. Um, so he'd read a couple of bits. And obviously he's read lots of stuff that I've written yep. in the past. Um, but he read it in a day and he really liked it. But I was like watching him read it. And my best friends, Jag and Lane, I sent them copies in yep. New Zealand. Thank finally, God. Finally, finally, fucking got there. Fucking got there. Fucking and I was like, there's a thousand, thousand, thousand strangers that are going to read this, yep. but it felt so much weirder, my closest friends yeah. reading it. It's like if you were um, talking in front of a thousand people, it's not that nerve-wracking, but if you were talking in front of four people, that feels, you feel so much more exposed because yeah. it's like close yep. and like, uh, but a thousand strangers, no problem, but. Because I remember you saying when you were writing it, it was like when you say writing in your diary, that makes sense because you were like, oh, it's so cathartic. I'm thinking about things I haven't thought about for years and yeah. years. It feels like a really personal. I'm intimate. Is intimate the right word? Totally. So, well, I mean, you've like, well, both of you, you and producer Cam yep. have both read. Like there's some like really vulnerable shit yeah. in there. Um, and some other people have said that, oh, I kind of just thought it'd be really funny, but it's not. It's. I mean, it is really funny in but, some parts, just not all parts. Yeah, but they're like, I wasn't expecting to kind of get to know you the way that I did. So yeah. hopefully people are pleasantly surprised by that. Yeah, and people who grew up in Australia, I think, will read it because it's actually a great reminder of Australian childhoods. See, I didn't think that at all. Yeah. And then when you said that, I was like... And then, that's actually kind of true. And then for people overseas who have ordered it, they can have a look and go, oh, that's how you guys grew up. And you might be able to see the difference between an Australian childhood. And we're talking about Australian childhood in the 90s yeah. compared to, you know, wherever you're from and how your childhood was. Because there are some some beautiful, uh, you know, things about Australia in there. And I think, and Cam might have mentioned this as well, people from Perth are going to fucking froth this book. Because yeah. when you're talking about the spots and the locations and stuff, it's just... and. As someone who's lived in Perth for a while, I'm, I'm picturing the places and know yeah. the areas, and uh, it's a really great look at, at Perth in the you know when you're growing up. Thank you. Yeah, but um, I'm. Well, so I was told. I haven't actually. Read yeah, <laughs> I think that like I was I was listening to this thing the other day, and it was um saying about how like in Australia you have to say your shit. Like you're not allowed, like Australians aren't allowed, like we as a people. We're a humble people. Where, but you go, oh, that's so great, and go, nah, it's shit. Like, oh, it's fine. Oh, I probably could have done this a bit better. I'm really fucking proud of this book. Yeah. And I don't think that, like, it's something that I think of things that I create often, but I'm really I'm really proud of it. I'm really excited for people to get it. What is, mm-hmm. because the title, I don't need therapy and other lies I've told myself, mm-hmm. what is the biggest lie you've ever told yourself? That I'm not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even in there, but that's probably... Uh, I don't need therapy. (laughs) And 
Otherwise, I've told myself, available in all good bookstores and a few of the shit ones as well. And uh, also online at Book Depository and Book Suppository. No, what's the other one? They're both Book similar. Book Suppository. Booktopia in Australia and New Zealand. I think yep. there's some signed copies left as well. And Book Depository if you're not in Australia. Signed copies left? Yeah. Snap them up. I know. All right. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. that's how you love to see it. Yeah. But if you were forced to if do I was another one. Forced to do another one. See, I was thinking about this and I was like, oh, I'll just do the book as my. And then I knew that you'd go, well, no. No, it's fucking come out. You've already done it. You yeah. wrote that, mate. We, we've done yeah, We've fucking heard about it. About it. Um, Antonia Tiana McHugh <laughs> in our Facebook group. Can I buy a vowel? Um, <laughs> um, has joined the bandwagon. Yeah. Of recommendations. Righto. Right. Hope it's not Anne Edmonds. So Antonia has said, I just finished watching Better Date Than Never on ABC. Oh, I've heard about this. Um, Because I love free to air is what she said. Uh, it is the most gorgeous show and everyone needs to see it. I've heard this show is amazing. Yep. Um, and it's, from what I've heard... A bit like Love on the Spectrum, mm. which is like um, people on the spectrum kind of, they go on this dating show and they're kind of, they're introduced to each other in a really safe way. Then there's like, they can take support people with them and all of that. So it's a really like nice show. And there's an American version now as well. And like the people on that are like so fucking famous now. Like it's insane. Um, and apparently that Better Date Than Never on ABC, so it's on like ABC iView yep. in Australia, um, is really, really good. So I've heard nothing but great things. Me too. And I've seen a few ads because we watch a few things on iView yep. and they've always got their own ads on the thing. Apparently it's really good. So if you're looking for something heartwarming to watch, chuck that on. What's her name again? Antonia. Antonia? It's a fucking slippery slope recommending things in this community. I know. So I thought, you know what? I'll give her a good shot. Yep. Because I think this is a really good shot. I agree. I'm just it's just a risky territory. You gotta be sure. You gotta be sure. You gotta be, you gotta sure. be sure. And we've just spent the whole podcast recommending this fucking shit book that someone wrote. So I <laughs> uh, really hope that that's a good recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> and if the TV show is shit. Try that book instead. Do you have a copy? Yeah. Um now, this may seem like a fucking cop-out bullshit. You love to see it. But when you've experienced this, you, it just feels right and it sets up your day. Mm-hmm. So driving here this morning, a um, bit of traffic, you know, in the morning and stuff. Classic. And there's a part where I drive that goes over this big bridge and you can't merge on the bridge. Yep. And at the other end, it's a bit of chaos and the lanes are going everyone's trying way. to yep. get it the other side. There's only two lanes. You can only choose one, and because of the no merge, once you're in it, that's you're in. it. Yeah. And this morning, don't I fucking love to see it? I picked the right lane. Get around him. I wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> so we get about a hundred meters, and you kind of go around the corner, so you can't kind of see into right, the right. So you really it's a stab in the dark. It's a fucking blind yeah. call. And you just go, guess we're going on this one. And then I'm coming around the corner and go, fuck, it's backed up. But it was only backed up in the other lane. And it was like almost as if 100 people, it was as if I was in the author lane because not many people have written a book. Thank you. So there was one of me and probably the rest of the population on the other, like literally probably five cars to 100. And I, and you can't change because it's on the bridge and you, yeah. it's like a fixed line. Yeah. And so I was just cruising along going... Haven't I picked the right one? Wow! Isn't today going to be a great day? God, I'm not only is Tony's book coming out. Yeah, thank you. But I've picked the right lane. Um, congratulations. 
Oh, sorry, I'm not all fucking. We're not all authors. Yeah, that's all right. We can't all be awesome. We can't all be awesome. We can't all be authors. We can't all misspell a word in a book that's been published. Well, when I picked that lane, sorry that I felt a bit speakle. <laughs> that's very funny. I'm sorry. That's very funny. Um, no, I'll give you that. I think Thank that's you. great because that's the mundane. That does fucking make your day when you go, oh, or when you're running late and the light goes green, or no, you know, fucking what, on a roll here. you know, like it's pretty. Yeah, nah, it's good. That is speakle. I'll give you that one. Yeah, I was also in, um, you know, autopilot sometimes, yeah. and I drove to my old house down the road, pulled up out the front, here? Went, yeah, just down here, <laughs> pulled up out the front, went, what the fuck, what? This isn't where I'm going. No, I'm, I'm going to the office. I, I don't even live here. I've lived here for four months, and then pulled back out of my little street, which, as you remember, is, is fucking, fucking annoying tight. trying to get yeah. out of. And um, then drove around the corner. You should have just parked there and walked down. Probably would have been closer because my car park is awful. Oh, really? I got a really close one today. Did you drive? I did. Fuck, you're an author driving an Audi. What can't you fucking do? Thank you. Can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, seriously, though, congratulations. Thank you, um, guys. It's a very special Thank you day. for my beautiful gift as yeah, well. And can we eat the ice cream because it is yes, starting it is to melt? Starting the melt. Yeah. I'm, I'm it's dripping in, off the yeah. fucking table. Okay. I uh, will chat to you tomorrow. Love you. Bye.